This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a man, a drawing, he disappears. I don't know, it's kind of a weird episode. Enter if you dare. Hello and welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side. This is your host, Jen Hansen. With me is my pal, Matt. Hi, hi, pal, Matt. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Matt Noss. Oh, boy, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a third laugh in the room. Oh, boy. Oh, hello. Uh, we have a very special guest with us, a very good friend of ours. Chris Peterson is here. Hi, Chris Peterson. I just appeared. Oh, boy. It's the reverse of this episode. Oh. Guys, th- Holy shit. Well, I, I would like to jump in and, and yes. say, I think you were heading there already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have never seen this show before. Oh, this is the and first what an episode, episode to start with. Yes. Wow. I, I have no idea how I, I missed this show all this Did time. you watch any of the other anthology series, the Twilight Zones? Yes, or the- uh, I did. Um, I remember when I was a kid... I don't know if it was PBS or someone used to show the the old Twilight Zone. My sister had seen them because she's much older than I am. She used to she she knew the show intimately, mm-hmm. so I would watch that with her. So it was kind of you know it was a real bonding sort of thing. I watched the remake. Um, okay, yeah, old, to like some the, extent. Was that like the mid eighties? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think it was about the same time as this. Um, I I have a vague recollection based on the success of Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> we're bringing it back. Well, I just sort of have a vague recollection. I I think I had seen the opening. Okay, you know, because it was syndicated, right? Oh, where yes. man lives in a in sunlit, sunlit world. world. I, I guess I walked into that. Um, but it's I sort what of he perceives to be reality. <laughs> but but I mean, there is unseen by most an underworld, a place that. I, how would you describe it, Matt? <laughs> well, it's. It's just, just as real, real but, but not, not as brightly lit. lit. <laughs> A dark side. <laughs> Getting it in every episode. Uh, so yeah, I think my my sense of it was it was I mean because it was the eighties, so it was just every episode was Edward Herman mm-hmm. going. I just bought a clock from the store. I don't, you know, and stuff like that. I just, Classic clock. Yeah, yep. yeah, I don't know. Now yep. it's gone, I tell you. You know, that I, I think I just sort of assumed that was it. And, and this has been demonstrated yeah. now tonight. So yes, uh, my first time. Long time listener, first time Darksider. Okay, well, for, great. You know. Welcome, and I'm so sorry you had to see this episode. Oh, it was fascinating. Yeah. It was fascinating. It's not even, it's not like it's the worst episode Not by a long done. shot. No, but... Where others have felt really um, like they took about 10 minutes worth of material and then spread it out to, you know, a 22 minute episode. Yeah. This felt like it was way condensed. This felt like this this, this was very dense. Yeah. They uh, so we have a couple sections here. And um, before we get into them. Yeah. Let, I should read what, the description. What here. is the name of this episode? Yes. What's the description? Because yeah. we're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, we are reviewing um, Tales from the Dark Side, season one, episode six or seven, depending on whether or not you're counting the pilot as episode one. Oh, don't um, open that can of worms well, again. Well, it's, it's open to every, uh. yeah. 
Um, this episode is entitled Slippage, uh, directed by Michael Gornick and written by Mark Duran. Uh, the description is when graphic designer Rich Hall Rich Hall oh, yeah. fails to receive timely news about the outcome of a job interview, he begins to discover that he is slowly ceasing to exist. Wow, they did not bury the lead. Nope, nope. <laughs> but then, but then, how could you? Uh, okay, so this episode was written by uh, Mark Duran, and he wrote um, A New Man, and he wrote I'll Give You a Million, which were Whoa. not great episodes of okay, the show. Okay, so those are two two previous episodes. Yes. Okay. The, the, the A New Man was uh, the one with our boy. Uh, oh, with, with Vic Tabak. Vic Tabak. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know the episode, but of course. Series regular. Yeah. <laughs> I was say. Series yeah. regular Vic Tabak. The, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, I sort of see this show as sort of the, the mid 80s LA actor equivalent of Law and Order. Yep. It okay. definitely 100%. is. 100%. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Danny Aiello was on a couple of weeks sure, ago. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Judy Tenuta, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I know in Monsters that Soupy Sales pops up. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Um, it's this episode stars David Patrick Kelly. He was uh, uh, in the Warriors, yeah, famously for having uh, bottles on his fingers and going, "Hey, Warriors, come out and play." That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to read his IMDb bio because clearly he wrote it, <laughs> and it's terrific. And, and he you know, paid the money. To- yeah, yeah. yeah and he okay. he has this stapled on all of his, his headshots. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, uh, from Detroit, Michigan. Oh. Yeah, hmm. like us. Well. Compact, feisty, and fierce character actor <laughs> David Patrick Kelly. Hold on yep. one second. Yep. Yep. Um, we're looking for someone compact, mm-hmm. uh, but with a little fight to them. No, like, it's... like feisty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm compact and tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. Scamper, scamper. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, let's see. He's born in Detroit, Michigan, to Margaret Elizabeth Murphy and Robert Kearns. Now it's reading like an obituary. Good. Uh, he burst onto the acting scene in 1979, playing the devious leader of the leather-clad gang, The Rogues, in Walter Hill's controversial New York City gang film, The Warriors. Kelly's tight-lipped expressions and attitude that made <laughs> Kelly's tight-lipped expressions and attitude that made him appear like a grenade with the pin pulled got him plenty of roles. <laughs> Holy like defiant shit. young men. <laughs> Did um, he write this episode? He, <laughs> well, it's IMDb mini biography by Firehouse 44. So I uh, assume that's, that's his him. username. That's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh with uh, the pin pull. Yeah, often in trouble with authority. He locked horns with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte in Walter Hill's fast-paced 48 hours, was dropped <laughs> over a, a cliff with by <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in the violent commando. Of Walter Hill's commando. <laughs> <laughs> was a member of a trio of killers after Harry Dean Stanton and David Lynch's Wild at Heart and played T-Bird, the leader of a gang of arsonist murderers in The Crow. His range of roles in a wide variety of genres has earned him... It's always a crazy person who's the leader <laughs> of a gang. Earned him That's great range. respect yeah. in Hollywood, as he is a wonderfully captivating actor. One of his most popular and influential performances came with the unsettling screeching cries of, Warriors! 
Sisters, <laughs> come out to play. You guys like that? Very nice. Okay, thank That's you. nice. nice okay. Oh, hold it. Is, has this actor entered the room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I speaking to now? <laughs> guys, it's me, David Petrichilli. <laughs> Look how you couldn't see me because I'm so compact. <laughs> put him up. Put him up. Oh, he's feisty. <laughs> Oh, look at him go, man. I got a part for here. He's a gang leader. I don't know. All right, so we should probably just, let's jump into oh, the episode. Okay. Yes. All right. So lights up. Yes. You see David Foster Kelly's, David Foster Grant's. Uh, David Foster Wallace. Uh, David Patrick Kelly. Can I make a general observation yes. about yeah. the opening credits of Oh, shit, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like if you had the sound down, you'd be watching the opening to New Heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like pictures of covered bridges and barns. Oh, and yeah, stuff before like it that. goes, before it turns yeah. to the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's well, how. You know, all right. That's where man lives. Yeah, that's the sunlit world. Okay. It's what he perceives to be reality. I get that from New Heart as okay. well. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Okay, carry on. All right. Lights up. Yes. Uh, so we open the door from the credits into the dark side, mm-hmm. and uh, we are now in the dark side, and we see a man's reflection in a mirror. Mm. And then we start to slowly pull out, and we see, oh, he's an oh, artist. Oh, he's an artist. He's an artist, a commercial he, artist of some yes. sort. And he's drawing himself? Which is unsettling. Really weird, right? Yeah. What do we need for the Gerber baby campaign? Well, how about a picture of me? Oh, well, okay, sure. Why not? My mom said I was a beautiful baby. <laughs> well, you are compact. <laughs> and seen. <laughs> uh, so, so he's So he's drawing a picture of himself in his free time, I guess, because his boss comes by, who is the human embodiment of Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blake. Yeah. Mr. Blake. Uh, his boss comes by and and sputters something, and and he I, changes the stuff he had. It was like he was drawing something. Yes. Business, business, business. I I wrote down what did Mr. Blake say because he did come up to the desk and go. <laughs> so Mr. Blake comes over and says some obligatory terms like, you know, the client isn't going to be happy. Yeah. And we we don't have time for all this falderall. I wrote down that he was Danny DeVito's suave brother. <laughs> he sounded like he was chewing garbage. Yeah. Like, you couldn't understand what he was saying. Well, if the client isn't no mellow Mars. Just a mouthful of caramel. Yeah. Right. So his boss, the boss informs him he has lost his paycheck and he's not going to go look. He, the boss is doling out paychecks. Uh, he doesn't have, uh, what's this guy's name? Rich, Ray. Rich Hall. Yes, Richard Rich. Hall. Yes. He yeah. doesn't have and riches. Snigglets. Yes. 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 <laughs> doesn't have his paycheck. Um, and then the boss leaves, but Rich and his brother, nope, not brother, Friend. buddy. Yeah. Buddy, yeah. So I, I said this, once, once the boss leaves and they pull out, it is straight up a dandruff commercial. Yes, 100%. 100%. The staging on this is that uh, Philip Michael Thomas, I will never say this guy's name right, uh, three names Magoo, Richard Hall is looking downtrodden. And he looks over at his friend who has the most beautiful quaff of hair. It yes. is lush. It is beautiful. And then at this point, the most bland words come out of his friend's mouth, which is, don't worry, buddy. Commercial graphics is going to call. 
$25,000 corner office. Um, now, this is this is getting a little ahead, and I'm not going to pooch it yet, but the name of that business is Commercial Graphics. Commercial Graphics. There is a trend in this show of businesses <laughs> <laughs> with very literal generic <laughs> company names. So I'm just going to put Haircut that out there. Haircut place. Yeah. I wrote down commercial graphics equals sports marketing. <laughs> it's, it's just the most basic. Yes, yeah. yeah. It tells you exactly what it is in yep. its name. Yes. It is then mere moments later yes. that I realize there's been bonkers insane music going on this whole time. Yes. I believe the note I asked you was, do they pay the composer by the note for the show? It was wall to wall. Bing. Bing. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> and it wasn't like the usual Tales from the Dark Side music. Okay. This was insanity. It was like Yoko Ono music. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's the dark side. So uh, so Richard Hall's buddy got a call for uh, for this job. He got this job offer from uh, Commercial Graphics. Yes. Uh, but he did not get the offer yet, and he's been waiting to hear from it. So he calls his wife, who uh, they do the <laughs> shot of the house, and it looks like his wife is just a telephone with, with <laughs> arms and legs. <laughs> but it's because of the shot. She's doing aerobics on the floor. Which and seems the to phone... moving her arms and yeah. legs a lot. <laughs> it's so yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, something that you may not know about the show, Chris, is that Tales from the Dark Side has no idea how to shoot or handle phone calls. They do not know how phones work. <laughs> but for some reason, always has a phone call in the show. Several. I, yeah. I don't know has that there we've been had an episode... an episode that hasn't had more than one phone call in it. Maybe Trick or Treat. Maybe. Maybe. But I think almost every other episode, so wow. six out of seven episodes have involved a phone call at some point. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more terrifying. <laughs> well, it is truly yeah. the unknown. No. Richard Hall calls his wife. They they cut to his wife, who's on her back, doggy paddling in the air. <laughs> <laughs> And she is clearly, based on this conversation, Jeannie from I Dream of Jeannie. Mm -hmm. yeah. yes, yes. She does not leave the house. No. She doesn't know what the outside world is like. Completely devoted to him in a very weird way. Hello, my lover. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Are you calling me from work? Oh, God. Baby, don't worry about it. I'm, uh, has, uh, and has the mail come? Oh, baby, there has not been any any mail for us yet, my dream angel baby. Uh, you know Perhaps what, uh, you could make love to me on a pile of mail. I would really like that. Also, um, I haven't heard from uh, commercial graphics yet. You haven't heard from the job offer yet? No, I, I haven't. We need to have money, but I love you. Uh, you're the best. I love you, too. Back to waving my arms and legs. All right, I'm going to go call commercial graphics. Wee! <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. that's pretty verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was as yeah. close as we need to be. Yeah. Then he calls commercial graphics. Yeah. This. So, the, what I was going to say, Chris, is that normally the tops of the show have an exposition dump. That lasts about two minutes. Yeah. Where you get... 
Basically, if it had been a, a show <laughs> that had been on the air for five years and you knew who, like Monica and Chandler were, are, right. you know, so there was only that much exposition. This would bring you, you would now know who Monica and Chandler are. That's right. how exposition works. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, what are you explaining <laughs> I realized, to me? <laughs> I realized about two seconds in, I was explaining Slow something. Slow down, I got to write this down. <laughs> you absolutely knew, but I was already committed to it. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out a way to do it without... <laughs> really sounding bad Each of the actors are portraying a, a fictional character, which is a character. That All right. Exist. So it's not them. Yeah. Yes. So, so it calls commercial graphics. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, before that, this episode is non-stop exposition. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There is not a point that l- there is no breath in this. No. This is it, this is a voyage into insanity. Yeah. Yes. And uh, after he calls his wife, he calls immediately commercial graphics. Yeah. I forgot to write her name down. Did anybody write this woman's name down? It was down? like Barb. Yeah. Let's yeah. say it was Barb. She was, yeah. Um, she was like a Barb or an Ann or a Dale. Right. She handles everything at the office. Yeah. Well, it turns out they haven't received his birth certificate. Or his college transcripts. or And they've misplaced his portfolio. Right. Now, okay, so later in the episode, they're looking at his um, his school yearbook. Yes. Because that, th- that thing comes up. He was class of 65. If this is taking place in 84, that would make him point. about 37 years old, which at, by age 37, you're and you're in commercial graphics, let's say. You're a designer. Lowercase c, lowercase sure, sure, g. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, right. Naturally. Are you still sending your birth certificate and your... Uh, the 80s were a very Your weird time for yeah, employment I, okay. because you, I, I bullshit. I <laughs> it could be. Yeah, no, I, no, I have no idea. That seemed very extreme. Yeah. That seemed really extreme for somebody who should be at a point in their career where they're established. That's what I was his, thinking. Yeah. His portfolio and a resume should be enough. I mean, what's his nuts? Stole Pan Am checks with just a signature. Like, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> I was just my father. <laughs> he just witnessed me <laughs> become my father. What's his nuts? Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. You know the other three names. <laughs> yeah. uh, um. So 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 to he is there is a paycheck missing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh. There is a birth certificate missing. College transcripts. A portfolio. We've almost got a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> there is a fifth one, wasn't it? Uh, um, and the check. So the they check, said the yeah. paycheck. The yeah. paycheck. We haven't. Oh, we no, haven't, no mail. No mail. We haven't gotten to the other stuff yet. We okay, haven't gotten carry to on. the. But at this point, seven minutes in, I wrote, "Does he exist?" <laughs> <laughs> which, which is part, which is a segment on the show. Have you figured out the twist of fate? Right. Uh, okay. So that's fair because mine came like maybe 20 seconds after that when he gets home um he has a weird embrace with his his wife i wrote first i wrote they have a weird new love like clearly they are they've not been together long because nobody's that in love it was after a month so weird (laughs) it was weird before that before we go to the home the last thing that we see at the end of act one Mm -hmm. the last thing we see in the office is that he's working on a vacuum cleaner project called uh, Thin yeah. Air. Yes. Oh, and I boy. was like, yeah. and I was like, well, that's the whole episode. <laughs> then I was certain 
that he did not exist. <laughs> I I won't say I, I knew all of it right at the top. However, that first shot, you have him looking into a mirror. Yeah. And you kind of knew the ballpark. There are a lot yeah. of shots looking into a mirror <clears throat> in you, this episode. Yes. But and, you start with that right, right off the gate. Right. You know that's... So he's yeah. embracing he's embracing his his new wife, right? And they're having some. She's like the wife in Pulp Fiction for Bruce Willis. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what she's like. Yes. Like, so I he want says, to punch. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, he mm. says something like, I, "I hope there's not a gremlin trying to I wrote steal that down my." Too. What was the line? I hope there's not uh, a gremlin trying, trying to, to steal, steal my, my identity imp- or yeah. my information. <clears throat> so <throat> I wrote down, "There's a gremlin stealing." <laughs> information yeah I, that was my prediction. it's on the wing of the house right, but right. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and this is and this is a tastefully appointed house with nothing but pictures of their wedding mm-hmm. yeah they are huge yes. these yeah. are not eight by tens these are 24 by, by 18 yeah, yeah. by yeah. 18 yeah. these are large portraits yes they look great they're a great couple I'm going to put that out there. Oh, for the 80s, they are they are a pair of dolls. Yeah. They are adorbs. I love and them. And now she's suddenly Australian. Yes. Something very odd happens where she changes her accent and also is certifiable batshit crazy. <laughs> yes. Because she is holding VHS tapes and sings the movie. Yes. Apropos of nothing, like he just walked in the door, right? So they haven't had dinner. They're not doing anything. Yeah. She's just, she has been holding on to this videotape she, all day. She is a pre-manic uh, pixie girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. The movie. <laughs> yeah. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. Well, I just, just want to have dinner. I just thought we'd eat. The movies. We could watch movies if you want. I'm just very. Everything's prime numbers. Yeah, okay, okay, we've talked One, about that. One, three, five, seven. <laughs> where are the cats? Where are the cats? You, you tell the me, movie? where are they? <laughs> no, no, wait, hold it. You can't just drop that. So the male is there now. The male has shown up. He's yeah. already given her the third degree. For, yeah. You said the alert, male was This guy there. is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought the male didn't come today. Yeah. She's like, well, it came after we talked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky sounds. <laughs> the movies. <laughs> He's married uh, to Paul Wynn. Yes. <laughs> Now he gets his uh, his he gets the mail and in the mail is his uh, his hometown newspaper mm-hmm. that has uh, news of a high school reunion that he wasn't invited to. Right. And as he's folding up the paper, you see <laughs> the name of the paper that eagle eye viewer Chris Peterson spotted. And what was the name of of that uh, newspaper, Chris? Uh, you have it written down. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's news reporter. <laughs> <laughs> the headline on the paper. The like the yes. masthead news reporter news reporter we get that delivered over at commercial graphics reporting so. news <laughs> all the news that's fit to report where do you want to go to eat tonight news reporter uh, oh, thinking, oh you are you mean food restaurant yeah yeah I was thinking we might go there yeah yeah, yeah. I've heard great things about food place yeah oh yeah. great do you guys want to get a drink afterward oh you mean at alcohol server yeah that'd be yeah perfect. yeah that'd, that'd be, be great, great. That'd yeah. be great let's do it yeah. At, at drink bars, <laughs> <laughs> there is a moment where um, 
our our hero protagonist Richard Hall is so crestfallen that he has not received an invite to, to the it. to the reunion. He he's bewildered. Like there is one thing that is really well done. You're just as confused as the actors are. Yes. <laughs> like the, this guy has no idea what's going on. And let's hope that's a choice. I'm going to go with it's a choice. Yeah. I think yeah, I hope so too because at this point I I remember thinking that his acting range went from uh, tired to bored because he was not showing a whole lot of range here. No, well, but then he starts getting crazy and he starts blaming her because the like he starts going through the mail and the yeah. mail is in is in her maiden name. Right. And now she's trying to pull some scam. So now it's bordering on like abusive husband. Gaslighting. Yeah. 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 I wrote yeah, down yeah. He, it was gaslighting. Yeah. Um, there the, that it was weird gaslighting. Oh, and the other thing that I don't know if we've mentioned is that uh, why he was so ab- upset is that the reunion was yesterday. Yes. He missed it. He missed it. Yes. So he didn't get the news reporter <laughs> in time <laughs> to inform him that it was that. So he's like, why didn't I get an invite? Why didn't I get an invite? You're keeping this from me. Because there's, I, I don't think there's anything that is more organized and on the dot than a high school reunion committee. Right. You right. know. <laughs> Let me just tell you, those are a group of people who know how to get things done. That's right. They'll find my birth certificate. <laughs> Your portfolio's in good hands. <laughs> hey, that's a punch bowl. So he he storms out basically, right? Yes, he's yes, like, he "You does. and Chris, stop messing with my head," because now he's blaming uh, the guy that he works with, his buddy, his buddy. He's yeah. blaming his buddy because the buddy knows the wife. Right, has known the wife before. Uh, he did. Okay. They were friends before. Be- before he fully blames her, though, does he call his friend? He calls an old friend. A different does, friend. A high school friend. Yeah, a different high school friend. Because uh, I guess the high school friend was in charge of the invitations right. or something. But does he call him before or after he storms out? And he calls him before. Yeah. Okay. Calls him before and another, talks to the wife. Another classic Tales from the Dark Side one-sided Phone. No, you hear both you hear, sides. Yeah, you hear her. I was going to say, there's some parallels with Newhart happening here. Then, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, what is he? He, he oh. gets the wife. Oh yeah, he gets yeah. he gets the and wife. Let's just and... call him Tommy Lacroix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, could I talk to Tommy Lacroix? Um, I'm sorry, Tommy's not in. This is his wife. Oh, his wife. I didn't. I didn't know he was married. Well, I'm sure he talked about me, Richard Hall. We used to go to the old fishing hole, and I taught him how to catch a big mouth bass. The fattest bass? Why, it's the fattest bass. Never heard of you. <laughs> Don't know who you are. I will tell him that you called, though. Uh, are you sure he hasn't talked about me? <laughs> Pretty sure. You know what? I'm sure we sent you that invitation. What's your name again? Richard Hall. Oh, why is my hand see-through? <laughs> and seen. I had to look at my hand. <laughs> so he storms off. Yes. Uh, he goes and he, uh, goes over to a house. He knocks on the window, knocks on the door. Yes. And there is... Uh, a nice, sweet old lady. Sweet old lady. And he's like, "Hey, I had to talk to you." Let me let me ask one yeah. quick question. I, th- that was my first reaction when I saw that door. Was there's going to be a sweet old lady mm-hmm. there? Was there something that was a trigger 
for you guys that that's what it would be as well. I don't know what it is. No, I'm alone. Carry on. Sorry. You might be alone, but how how did you get there? I have no idea. It just, it seems like there's a trope with a house like that. That you go to, there's going to be a, a, an old person. There. Well, I guess it, it had the curtains, maybe in that the was windows, it. Yeah. yeah, kind of lacy curtains. Um, I had kind of checked out by that point. Sure. So there was the sign that said "Black Stay Away." Ah, you know, well, I think that might have been. It. Oh, okay, then it was so an, a, a racist, a racist old, old, a racist old okay, person. Great. Yep. Okay. Great. Okay. So turns out it is his mother. It yes. is. And he's wearing a pretty kick-ass members-only jacket. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he yes. has two awesome buttons that yeah, could I could not see. No. I was trying so hard. I to wanted see to know what those wanted, buttons yeah. were. It was a very noisy members-only jacket. I don't know if you noticed that as well. No. Oh, it was a lot of <laughs> <laughs> as he moved. So. Nylon on yes. nylon rubber. Yes. 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 <clears throat> so she doesn't recognize him. Right. Uh, she's like. Uh, I'm sorry. I would know if I have a son. Mom, it's me. It's your son. Again, no idea who you are. <laughs> oh, all right. Sorry to bother you. Like, like that's <laughs> it. He just he instantly gives up. It's like, well, I, I said I was her son. If she doesn't know me. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. At this point, I'm like, uh, What? Is happening right at this point? Were you like fuck this episode? I I never was like fuck this episode because it as as weird as this ending that we're fast approaching is. There was never a point that took you to. There weren't. Oh god, I'll try the, try that again. There weren't a lot of red herrings mm-hmm. in this episode. No, you were playing the game with him. It wasn't a boring episode. Right. It was it was a frustrating It was more frustrating and like what is going on? Yeah. The end made me go fuck you. Okay. Uh, yeah. The very very end and yeah. we'll we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> well, let me let me I guess I I saw it as what was frustrating about it? What what did you find frustrating? I think what was frustrating was the acting was frustrating. It would, okay. The their relationship was frustrating. Sure. Uh, because this woman was tops, and he was a zero. Right. Yeah, I had a really hard time believing that she would have gone for this guy. The, he needed to be more aw shucks, and he was more cold, disengaged. Yeah. He yeah. Was, he was a cipher. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah, like I I never connected with him. I didn't feel bad for him. Right. Right. And right. knowing what's coming up, that's a fairly terrible mm-hmm. thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh yeah. He, he's Pol Pot, everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did Nobody you? Nobody saw that twin. <laughs> Pol Pot's a gremlin. <laughs> Uh, so now we're, I don't know, what are we, Act 2, Act 3? I think, I think we're, we're, at, act we're at Act 3. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right, Elaine is uh, sitting with uh, with Chris, with the buddy Chris, uh, the the guy who got the job at um, yes. Manufactured Conglomerates or whatever. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, is good hair the gremlin? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I know that, I know that, our boy Rich Hall is disappearing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's like thinner. 
Right. But with existence. With existence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I f- was like, again. It's, it's a Marty McFly. Right. Right. Yeah. Again, I'm kind of like, is good hair the devil? Yeah. yeah, almost all of these episodes, Chris, have the devil in them. And you're like, oh, it was the devil. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, interesting, the devil did not make an appearance. In not this. at all. Spoiler alert. I was totally wrong. Yeah. But they're looking through 65 yearbook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's been missing for three days. Rich has been missing for three days. Oh, they I didn't realize it was him. that yeah. long. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so obviously they're going through his high school yearbook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's a woman who, yes. who wrote like... Uh, Barb. Barb. Yeah. That was Barb. Oh, okay. Was that... That wasn't the Barb he talked to that on the That wasn't the Barb it? from commercial graphics. Okay. But it was Barb. Yeah. So there's something in his yearbook. Somebody like wrote him a message and they're like... Yeah, should we? Uh, maybe we should call her and see if she'll talk to him. Because <laughs> that's nah. <laughs> and that's it. There's no mention of Matt. Of we haven't seen Jen Hansen in about a week. Uh, I mean, I don't know where we should start. Should we start with her husband or her family or uh, her, her workplace? I know a student she taught four years ago. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Dig up the yearbook. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> I don't know though. Nah. Uh, seems too hot. Yeah. Hey, bad news for this guy, though, because they're looking at his yearbook. And guess what then happens then? Wait, what? What? Wait, wait, what? Oh, his picture fades away. What? It's like he's slippaging. <laughs> I did want to talk about that for one second. Slippage? The name of this fucking terrible episode. <laughs> because, you know, whenever I have a day and nothing's going right, and, you know, I can't find my car keys... And you know, I've I can't find my glasses. Mm-hmm. I just oh god, everything is just slippage. It's like the first thing I say. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah, you know. it's a very common Yeah. 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 Had a real bad case of slippage the other day. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So weird. At this point, I I gotta be honest, I was like checked out. I tried to take notes. And I just wrote future, past, whatever. Uh, I think we might need to. So, so, so Chris he, goes. His picture has now disappeared yeah. from the yearbook. Okay, yes. so he calls. He calls the house. Um, uh, uh, Harry Dean Anderson calls the house. Chris answers, yeah. and then um, Harry Dean Stanton tells Chris to go to the office. Right, but he lies to the wife, uh, Elaine Elaine Anderson. He lies to Elaine Anderson, <laughs> and he Boozler. goes, "No, yeah. that wasn't him." Elaine Boozler goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Elaine Boozler goes, well, "My name's great." And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Chris with the good hair leaves. <laughs> yes. So he goes to the office. Yes. During this time, has Richard Hall developed a really serious heroin habit? Yes. Has has he developed? A really serious having been a corpse for about a week habit because he is he is white as a sheet. Yes, yeah, he is he's pallid. Yeah. He is he looks clammy. His shirt is unbuttoned. Yeah. He's disheveled. Uh, he's unkempt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. He's a goddamn mess. But he what is, is he a... doing? What is he doing when he's at the office? He's he's drawing a weird baby. <laughs> <laughs> I legit 
burst out laughing when I saw that because even the baby looks sad. Like, the ba- it's, it's not like a crying baby, but the baby's just like it's a depressed baby. Mmm. Yeah, mmm, I'm not happy. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! And then he goes into this protracted monologue, which we really. I which yeah, I think I Matt, think you need just to need hear. to play. I, I, I do have it uh, pulled up. All right, thank All right. you. So the the hope is that um, you get the full slippage effect here. <laughs> and I think it's safe to s- okay. You see here, a man, his past, the future, the present. For some reason, known only to forces beyond all of us, oh boy. the layers of time have <laughs> steadily been lifted. Childhood. Early friendships, family, all past. Rick, Elaine is waiting. Okay, now you can just give us your explanations later. Later? But don't you see? Without future or past, it can't remain like this much longer. The wife, the friend, they still see a future and a past. We can find you help. That music is great. For all of this. Can you help this, Chris? Music composed by Yamaha Dear. You tried. At this point, he goes to the mirror and he no longer has a reflection. Look closely. Is that you, Chris? We know ourselves as we reflect. We need to connect all dimensions to live. Richard Hall cared less and less to connect. He started to slip. The cracks of and time. Referring to himself in the third person. Till his reflection became more and more one dimensional. Starting to disappear. Till it was too late to control. He's now just a silhouette. Forces beyond no reflection. I'm a memory that's slipping, Chris. Fading, mask. That beautiful helper. <laughs> what is that? And he's gone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't understand much more of it the second time around, but so what did we just hear? Uh, a pressing writer's deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I need this episode wrapped up today. <laughs> today we've got to we got to get it over. <laughs> we can't hold on to Mary Jane you, Carpenter for much longer. What do you mean you can't finish it? It's just words. I'll do it. Time, family, <laughs> meaningless, stirring senses. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you can't finish this script? Let me see what you got here. You, <laughs> organ grinder, come on, crank out the music. Uh, here we go. Oh, I was a baby. Ooh, now I'm a man. Now I'm an old man. My life, where'd it go? Who likes me? Oh boy. Oh, I slipped away. I'm a real jerkosaurus rex. And cut. All right, that's a wrap. Next episode. Here we go. We're only we, doing one take. We're only bring doing it, one take. Today. Bring Mr. Tay what? back in. All right. We got, uh, we, got one, we got one take to get this, fellas. <laughs> they were all pressed like, on wax cylinder. Yes. I like so much that read of of someone who does not care anymore that they're in the show mm-hmm. that he gives with, yeah, I just started to <laughs> drift away. It's just <laughs> when uh, when does this check clear? 
Okay. Do you think that was like with that was Echo. like ADR and it wasn't any better? Like I, they made him come back. I in? know they made him ADR. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Because they like we got to put a vocal effect on this Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Look, uh, this is my slipping away voice. <laughs> Every day I get sadder and sadder. It's just the way my voice works. Anyway, I'm Truman Capote. <laughs> Real weird turn there. That was a, that was the twist. He's Truman. The whole time he goes to the yearbook and the name says Truman Capote. I don't know. Who I am. Uh. All right, so we get to the very end of the episode. We get yes. to our little our button. During Coda. by the way, during this scene, I was like, okay, he's gonna disappear. But if I if I wrote if this pencil is if this pencil is haunted. Fuck this episode. <laughs> uh, back to his home, mm-hmm. which is no longer his home. Chris shows up, opens the door. Now there's a picture of Elaine, but it's no longer with Rich, her husband. It's her, the graduate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so did she not graduate because she From chose to marry him yeah. instead? That's the there impression I get. There is no way. There's no way that that's the case. Do you think at one point they wanted to just put a picture of her in the wedding dress up there, but not hit like just just like you said, he's just like airbrushed, airbrushed out of the picture. <laughs> the, all the timing is wrong. 1965. Yeah. No yeah. way. 1975. Right. Yeah. That's where they are because that's when he graduates high school. That would mean that he's out of college by 1980-ish. Yeah. Yeah. That means 80. So he's still kind of newish in the job. Yeah. Totally. He's yeah. ready to get green. out of the shit job. Yeah. He meets his wife through Chris. His wife. His wife. <laughs> uh, he meets Elaine through Chris. Right. That's the timeline. Right. Right. This puts an extra 10 years I'm gonna. Him. I'm, I'm going to. Uh, here's, here's a possible explanation. Maybe their high school was the fighting 1965ers. <laughs> <laughs> you're right chris yeah okay uh, <laughs> founded in 1965 yeah the 19- that's right brand new building brand new building yeah oh yeah class of 1975 with the fighting 65ers <laughs> yes that's right that's right look upon yourself this day and wonder <laughs> where hath god gone <laughs> The Fighting 65 News Reporters. (laughs) First on the scene with pencils. (laughs) Coming up next, football team. (laughs) Oh, news reporter. (laughs) Uh, All right, so so, uh, he arrives. He arrives. Chris. Chris Chris bursts in the door. Yes. Of not his home, so cool it. Now, all of a sudden, Elaine is DTF for Chris. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah. She wants Chris. Yeah. Yeah, she's in this uh this sexy blue dress which we're She's wearing a disco dress. Yeah. Yeah. And a- 80s. Does that cuz she looks slightly different, so does that imply that she was frumpy before? More uptight maybe. Yeah. Okay. I think just Is her hair down now or in that ponytail? Her hair's up now. I think it was she's down. Got up she's a, she's yeah. she's more made up. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. she's up. all Yeah, she's taking a bath. <laughs> She's been washed and prepared. She was Spayed, re- neutered. She was, <laughs> nine yards. she was all gross before. <laughs> but now she's ready for Chris. Yeah. 
he, great hair though. Great hair. He starts talking about Rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, I saw Rich. Weird thing. He totally disappeared. <laughs> what does he say? He, he said, uh, I, I have something to tell you there. about Rich. Oh, so yeah. Rich can't make it. Or yeah, something Rich like can't that. make it. I don't want to see Rich. I want to see you. <laughs> because you are my husband and I love you. Goodbye, city life. <laughs> By the way, who Rich? <laughs> Uh, you're my favorite, Oliver Wendell. <laughs> Is it Bjork? <laughs> and I will. I just want to be with you forever. Even Rich could be music. This is music. Um, even music playing this whole episode. I is want music. to watch a movie. <laughs> Bjork. Oh God! <laughs> All right. So now she she doesn't know who Rich is anymore. So this no. is his life now. So Chris yep. has just walked into his alternate reality. Chris has taken his place. Yeah. And then that's the end of the episode. Wait a minute. Oh. oh. Yeah. She goes. By the way, who's Rich? And he said, "I don't know a Rich." Yeah. He's already forgotten. So now the circle is complete. Circle gets the square. Paul Lind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But wait, the fuck you moment is coming because they pan over to the front door, which was open, I think. No, no, that's right. right, right, Which was indeed very shut. Yes. Because that would make sense. Yeah. It opens and then closes, but you don't see anyone enter. Wait, what? That's correct. The door opens. And then closes, and no one enters. And that's when I go, fuck you, episode. You know what What would have made you happier in that moment? What would have made me happier is if the door was already open, and mm. then you saw the door close. So like it's like he had been in there watching that whole thing. Invisible, Invisible Rich had yeah. been in there watching the whole thing, and that was him like leaving and kind of saying goodbye or whatever. But the fact that the door opens, and he's like, Whoops, yeah. wrong house. All right, yeah. well, well, goodbye. Yeah. And immediately closes. It was the most sort of ghost and Mrs. Oh, no, I moment. did not. Yeah. I took it as he's staying. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, no, it totally makes sense when we start talking in just a few minutes All about, right. okay. about your thoughts on the episode as a whole. Um, oh, fuck, we're there. Yeah. I thought, now let's, let's do, what did you think of the opening and closing door? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> but did you think he stayed or do you think he left? I assumed he left. Wow. So I'm the only one who thought he stayed. Mm-hmm. I, I won't lie. I didn't put a ton of thought into that. <laughs> but. All right. Let's, let's, let's ask th- this question. Okay. What else would you have called this episode? Uh, my alternate title was The Incredible Shrinking Asshole. <laughs> 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 what was yours? Mine was... Sometimes I get sad. (laughs) (laughs) This Chris, did you have one? Uh, Yeah, it was um, turned to Channel Six Twilight Zones on at the same time. (laughs) This to me is textbook junior high anger. 
Like this is something I would have written when I was 13 and the girl that I loved didn't love me or when I was real sad. Yeah. Because he's doing or like even more recently, when you feel like you're doing everything right, but you can't get ahead Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're just becoming a thing. It's almost like you become furniture. Mm -hmm. You disappear from the world. Right. So that was how I took it. And then like the, the, the real childish psychology of, oh, I know that that guy's going to steal my girlfriend. Mm. She's going to, he's going to take my girlfriend. So he isn't himself anymore. He's taking himself out of the equation, but then he can't bear to not witness the pain of them being together. Okay. Like that, that was the, I probably gave it much more psychological oomph than it needed. No, because it seemed goofy, the open and the close. So I, if you are going to posit, posit that, that yeah. I, I think the thing is that main character was such a blank that it's, you, you would have to put a lot in to get all that. Cause I, I think if it was right. like, I think they're, they're, kind of what you're saying there is the potential for sort of an interesting story if this guy was consumed with jealousy about right and insecurity you could sort of see it's like okay yeah he did that to such a degree that he willed himself out of existence or if it was sort of a brazil thing where like you know i'm they've lost my paycheck they've lost my uh uh, social security number therefore i don't exist and it's Mm -hmm. sort of that commentary on that but in that he actually gets set free to live a life right he still exists physically yeah he has a new identity yeah Yeah. this is the how would you write this episode to get it to make it better than it is right exactly Mm -hmm. exactly and i think that would have been more exciting to see instead of having there's no reason for him to not exist other yeah, than, he doesn't care about anything. Other than he's a fucking horrible person. Right. But he wasn't even that but he, horrible. You know what I mean? Right. He, he was, was sort just, of passive horrible. He, yeah. He just sort of gave up. Right. It's like, well, right. go downstairs and get your paycheck. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Follow the dude downstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring, make copy. Oh, make copies of your portfolio. Yeah. Go yeah. to send the an hospital and get your birth certificate. Yeah. 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 Um, These are solvable problems. If he had done any of that stuff early, yeah. I wonder if he wouldn't have disappeared. I love the fact that we're trying to basically solve yeah. a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, yeah. You know, find the pilot and show him the gremlin. <laughs> and Why then, didn't he do that? Well, yeah. I, well that's a good question. It's yeah. a good question. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. There, if If any of that stuff would have happened... If it, if his life would have been garbage, yeah, and he disappears to get a better life, that's a more interesting episode. Yes, yes. If 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 he would have been more of a sad sack, and and his wife was there, but he he drifted away from her, and he willed them together because he thought they would have been a better better relationship than them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you would have had a turn of her wanting him at the end. Mm-hmm. That would have been a cool, that would yes. have been good. And that would have brought him back from disappearing. Yeah. I, I think to make it better, you have to, yeah, you have to write him slightly more sympathetic and it has to have a different actor. I don't think he was no. sympathetic no, at all. When yeah. you read his IMDb, all he's played is the villain. Yeah. 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 So it was an odd choice. Yeah. If only they had Arthur Hill in charge of this. You know, <laughs> he would have pulled something magical yeah. from him. Yeah, you're right. Uh, 
I I wanted more from this episode than I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we laughed a lot during this episode. Yes. yes. A lot. There was an earnestness earnestness to it. Yes. That was not earned. That was that just felt so phony baloney. Okay. I I agree. I yeah. just I don't know how much of that is this it sounds like this is a very unique one in the in the seven in the that canon. we've seen. Yeah. yeah. This is the only one that's been like this because normally okay. n- like the last episode that we watched was called Mookie and Pookie. Uh and it's about <laughs> twins and one of the twins dies but leaves a computer to his sister and the sister uh finishes the program that he was working on and now he can communicate with him. Yeah, it's his soul. And you <laughs> Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> and, and, and and you figure that so, out. So so when people need information, they call it exposition and it's like it's it's giving you like at the top of the I don't know if you've something. ever read a play. Yeah. <laughs> or seen live television. Why don't you just look it up on Google? No, I'll just call Jen. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so Matt, uh, one out of ten, how many birth certificates would you give this episode? <laughs> oh, boy. This is a solid four birth certificates. For yeah. Me. I'm going three birth certificates. Whoa, three? I did not. I did not. Care. There were no stakes. I was like, I, yeah. I wanted to yell, like, I'm glad he's dead. Like, <laughs> and the slam end, the door. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody not, cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, I saw Bambi in the theater. It was like the re-release, so I yeah. wasn't like a little kid. Oh, I remember kid. that, yeah. yeah. It wasn't um, the 30s is what it, you're saying. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't? <laughs> Are you a Highlander? But I think I was like a teenager. <laughs> okay. And, you know, seeing Bambi in the theater like you do as a kid. Right. And, um, you know, it's it's the part where Bambi's mother dies and it's terrible and Bambi's running through the... Oh, have you seen it? Oh, shit, oh, Chris. I'm so sorry. Spoilers. Bambi's running through the forest. Yeah. You know, mother, mother. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, yeah, 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 it's very, very emotional. And then uh, from the center of the theater, a little kid goes, your mother's dead, Bambi. <laughs> and I'm like crying. Yeah. Like, what kind of asshole? But that's how I was feeling about this. That's sure. what I wanted to yell at the TV. Yeah. Just die. <laughs> Just disappear already, you fucking fuck. <laughs> like a profane Edith Bunker. Yeah. <laughs> Songs that go and suck my dick. <laughs> You're an awful cunty dude. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. And with that, we've turned to dust. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many did you give it, Chris? Oh, um, I guess I'll go four birth certificates just for, well, the novelty value for me. Because I mean, I have not put in the hours you okay guys sure, so, sure so solid 3.5 yeah. um i would not recommend it neither would i would you recommend that people watch this episode it was fascinating i'll say that but yeah, yeah. i'm 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 gonna abstain i'm too new okay. to this yeah. process all right okay um would you would you come back next week and watch another one, and then you can kind of compare? You'll have an experience of well, uh, two I episodes. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, all right, Yay! sure, why not? All Yay! right, cool. We'll get uh, Chris Peterson back next week. Matt and I will be back next week. Uh, some microphones will be here. <laughs> some LaCroix sparkling water. 
Anything else, Maddie? I think the only thing is, uh, who wrote that sweet-ass theme song? That sweet-ass theme song was composed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. He's got some amazing albums on there, so go check it out. Awesome. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Into the light. (laughs) Transmissions from the Dark Side is created... Hosted and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. And hosted by Go Comedy Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.